What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, Uber Lyft driver and gig economy news. Powered by UberLyftDrivers.com. I'm your host, SJ, and it's time to get it on. Well, the midnight headlight, blinding on a rainy night, steep laid up ahead, slowing down and making no time. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, before I introduce my guest, uh, he made sure to say that I told you guys that this was my fault. I was showing him how sweet this camera works <laughs> with the integrated stream yard. And no, people, this is not the camera. This is the camera off my laptop, but I played with it yesterday. I will get it dialed. The The camera that uh, works off the iPhone 13 with this app, uh, Camo, I heard about it from UDM. Uh, him and I talked about it for about an hour. And I've just been playing with it, and it's amazing. I mean, the quality isn't just good. It's it's crazy. And I was showing John how awesome it was, and then he was like, yeah, it's not that good. Because so. it didn't work. Because <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that, uh, I want to welcome uh, John McCallion back to the podcast. He's been on a few times now, roundtables. And... Yeah, this is the third time, I believe. Yeah. They, they no one's counting. Tw- well, twice with twice just you and I, maybe maybe three. No, okay. No, I think we table. went on once. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, you're starting to get up there in that group of people. Of uh, some people only been on once, twice. You know, you're starting to get out of that. And speaking of that, yeah, too, status. If you're not familiar with John and you missed the last time we did a podcast, or you, you've seen him here or there, or whatever, pay attention to the podcast today. And uh, and if, if you like the way that like we interact, I think you'd like his channel. So make sure to go over there and subscribe. I always put the notes in the show notes after, but I do always put the guests channel in the show notes before. So his is already in there right now. So if you want to blindly subscribe, just based on what, if you like my channel, I would, I would suggest it. And uh, that would be cool. Subscribe based um, on my hat. I have a really cool hat. So <laughs> okay and you know what i found out how to do something really cool so you know what let's 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 do this i don't know if this can happen on a monday afternoon uh what what is your sub count at right now john 413 413 okay oh snap face <sighs> in the house okay if if we can get and, and guys this is always oh this is always a um you know a you know, take it, you know, and don't, don't like do it, then undo it, you know, try and stick, at least stick with it for a minute. See if you like it, if you do this route, because I'm not trying to like bribe anybody into anything, but if we can get John 10 subscribers during this show, I'll do a $25 giveaway, uh, right here on this show at the end of it. I'll add but he it. has to, he has to have 10 subscribers in an hour when we wind this down. You know what? We'll call it seven. You guys get them up to it, to that. 420 baby let's go yeah you get you get them to 420 and we'll we'll do a because i there's a raffle system here in Streamyard that i learned about from a dashing grandpa and it's pretty uh it's pretty cool so we can do things like that so it's not bribery it's a reason to go watch the channel 
if you like it, see, fucking Roy. Sorry, I didn't mean to say <laughs> F to all my sponsors and stuff. Uh, and Don't pull out. Don't you, you, bring that, you bring that out, Roy. But I'm not doing that. I'm saying that I, I expect, you know, that's what I'm saying. Don't go and subscribe. And then if you don't win, unsubscribe. Go subscribe. Yeah. If you don't win, check out some videos. And then if you honestly, if you don't, if the channel's not for you, yeah, I'm even going to say in front of John, unsubscribe. Same with mine. You know, it's like we want, all of us aren't just looking for subscribers just to fill quotas. It's like we want people who want to be there. <laughs> we want user engagement. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, by the way, the channel's not geek related, it's uh, about self, uh, self help. Personal right, and that's why I think when we cover some of these topics today, you'll kind of gather that from from what we're going to talk about a little bit. But um, first, I'll just kind of run through all these people accusing me of stuff now, bribery, <laughs> like and even Omer's using some big words in here, like lobbying us. Come on, yeah, he, he has a he has a uh, Google. It. <laughs> uh, what's up, freestyle? How's Ohio? Uh, what's up, Omer? What's up, Faith? How are you? <laughs> Faith, I'll trust you. Did was that was that uh because I know you and I follow all this uh political stuff. Was that bribing? Was that getting in the people's pockets? <laughs> <laughs> or was that just a cool offer for gig workers to do a good thing for a good person? <laughs> I'm assigning worse than what these gig ops are doing, so <laughs> Right. I mean, they should be the ones giving out money. I don't even have it, really, but I'll do it because I, I think things like this all pay out and come around. Uh, what's up, Truth? What's up, Drone? And, uh, and Faith said no. Yep. There's, There's the, the official answer. And I'm yep. sticking with it. Look at what Omer said. <laughs> I got an idea. Let me use my 10 aliases. Wait, what? He's going to create several accounts. Oh, to, uh, he well, he yeah. probably already has them. <laughs> His burner accounts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, actually, the software that picks them over, uh, actually, it's developed by Middleton Tech. And what Gary <laughs> did was he developed that if you've set up funk, bunk, or bot accounts, it will actually destroy them upon impact. Yep. So if you put it into a drawing... It's, it's Omer proof. <laughs> hey, Marion, what's up? How are you? Uh, what's up, Tony? How are you? Anyway, guys. Uh, so, John, um, I would say what's been going on in your life, but I talk to you all the time, and I think you were on here recently enough. But what's going So I'm going to do something different. What's going on with your channel? Uh, things are going really good. Um, I'm back on YouTube. For those of you who don't know, I used to make YouTube videos back in 2015, 2016. When I was, I think I was in the final year of my college and, um, I was giving out college advice, entrepreneurship advice. Um, but you know, I, I didn't understand the YouTube algorithm that well. So, um, the, ch the channel wasn't really going anywhere. I think I had a couple hundred subs, but I was about it. And then I ran out of things to talk about. The viewership wasn't there. So I'm like, you know what? Let me take a break. Let me learn how the YouTube algorithm works. So five, six years or fast forward five, six years. Um, you know, now now I'm in the gig community. I got to meet you. I got to meet, you know, a lot of really cool people. I understood how that YouTube algorithm works. And now, you know, live streaming is, you know, is, is the norm. Um, and then also... Uh, there's shorts, so there's so many, so many more ways to grow your channel, you know, before, prior to, uh, or compared to five, six years ago. So, um, so yeah, things, things are a lot better now. Did you see? Did you all see what John did there? 
this is how he's a wordsmith. This is why he's an author because he was like, <laughs> I got to meet you and a bunch of cool people. <laughs> uh, I... <laughs> no, I said other cool people too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm, a, I'm like, huh? I'm just kidding. Um, but so, okay. Uh, so the last time John was on, we sense that it's almost been like a joke uh, because he even starts it sometimes. By the way, guys, it's not just me at all. But like, Prop 22 has become like, like basically whatever the worst word in, in your language is that when you hear it, it makes you cringe. Even if you're fine with all swear words and stuff, there's just one that I, mean, I know one that I won't say on here that usually gets under everybody's skin. <laughs> but, um, I will say this, that like prop 22 has become that word between John and I. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it makes me I mean, it's like, it's like offending our, our mothers, our grandmothers, our, yeah it's it's, it's like, a swear what, word at what'd you point. say yeah like it's... <laughs> but we do have to talk about this you guys but we don't have to talk about prop 22 okay um, but we do have to talk about something big 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 that happened because ab5 prop 22 okay that is what it is and the rest of the country is using that as the example like and by that I mean, that they're saying like these other states that want to go that direction, because in a nutshell, I'm just going to do this real quick. Okay. Mm -hmm. In a nutshell, the uh, eight, it doesn't, it's not called AB5, not even in California, was it? But AB5 legislation is written into almost every state's constitution if you dig for it. So if you want to, if you want to pull that out, you already have AB5 type legislation. Prop 22 is what came to counter it specifically for the on-demand app-based gig platforms. So in California, doctors, some others got carve-outs. Most people didn't in their lives or their careers are ruined, um, 30, 40, 50-year businesses. But Prop 22 made it so the gig companies could pay 120% of minimum wage, not including tips, all this stuff for active time. And... It's not a sustainable. It's not a sustainable model. First of all, these apps can't make money as it is, so sustainability is already a huge issue for them. But it's not a sustainable issue for California, even day by day. Like what they're having to do, and John knows this. I mean, like the people that should have helped the rideshare drivers, it didn't. More helped people that wanted to abuse the delivery side a little more. And again, I'm not saying that in a bad way. If that's what you're doing. These companies have abused us in, in, and you know, Roy's in here who would argue that, no, they just offer things. But I, I think they do abuse us mentally a little bit with the trickery and offers and whatnot. So I've learned to just avoid those kind of situations and apps. But, um, you know, if they're making a law and it's there, you know, yeah, abuse it. Because here's, here's a fact is it's not going to be there forever. It's like, it's like creating a model that all the other 49 states can come and visit, look at, walk around the park, say, oh, it does work. Oh, okay. I see. Oh, wait, every gig worker has a smile on their face. They're all making more money. What's going on here? This is great. And I'm not kidding by that. When I say 85% of people work 20 hours or less, that's a fact. Out of the 15% that are full-time, not even 1% of that group qualified to say that they wanted uh, AB5 model. 
not 1% of the 15% of all gig work. So 15% of all gig workers work full-time. Not even 1% of that group said they wanted that. So now Seattle's doing the same thing. Seattle's got, but here's what they're doing. They're trying to, I think they're trying to save some court time. So instead of making Seattle create their version of an AB5 law, it's like once they see the wheels spinning in government that it's going that way, these companies like are going up to places like Seattle now going, okay, well, here's the Prop 22 mile model. We'll pay for it. We'll send it through. We'll get it voted on and then we'll have that in place. So they're actually now paying this. And the same thing just happened in Massachusetts. And this is what I say is very important that we discuss because this one shouldn't have, this shouldn't have happened last week. But as much as I hate to say that it's a really strike against independent contractors, this could be something good to see this play out this way a little bit because AB5 Prop 22 is showing us fake results. Seattle's about to show us fake results. Massachusetts now said, basically they know real well that they have the the legging to have that AB5 type legislation. So Uber, Lyft, all the comp- same same companies were already, they were up to $17.5 million that they had put into the state of Massachusetts to begin a Prop 22 type legislation called H1234, mm-hmm. which was to combat this and exclude them out. Well, the uh, uh, attorney general for the state uh, last week declared that it would break the Massachusetts constitution won't give a trial on that. So it's saying, it's saying it, it's basically saying here's where it breaks the constitution. Now there's, there's constitutional lawyers that can take things like this to court, but they've said, here's where it breaks the constitution and whatever they did to close the case too. They've said, and we're not going to be talking about that. That was the Supreme court. And so that I don't really know what happens with like the 17.5 million that they've already funded. I would guess it's already just lost in campaign and whatever. But regardless of that amount, because to these companies, that's not a ton. They just took a so they basically for the last six months showed Massachusetts, which I think we all know, I'm not gonna get political, is a huge voting state. Might not have the biggest population, but those people up there can vote, man. They go out to vote for everything. <laughs> Are they primarily a uh, red state or a blue state? Uh, they're uh, well, no, they're a blue state. They're very huge. They're 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 the first or second largest pro union state. Oh wow, okay. So, but all those states up there, even like New Hampshire that has nobody, they're very well known for their voting. Mm, there's a town in new hampshire that has never predicted the president wrong when they do the never wow (laughs) so like you're like you know every year you watch it you see it on the news or whatever and you're like well this could be the year it's wrong of course it is it's not like they know (laughs) right but regardless getting back to this massachusetts thing um so they've said hey for six months all these companies have been putting ads out on TV. Same thing as like Prop 22. John might be able to attest to that more too, like billboards or whatever you were seeing about Prop 22. Probably some commercials. Probably don't watch a lot of TV, but when you did, you probably saw a commercial here or there. Made it spin off to make it look awful. Well, they've been running that same kind of stuff to all their constituents and voters. And now the Supreme Court just said, yeah, we're not going to let you vote on that. It was, it was, it was due to be on the bill in November. And they said, we're not going to let you vote on that because it's not constitutional. and We just don't like the general direction that it's going. 
So mm-hmm. for six months, these people have, who are who are very informed voters have been like digesting this stuff, trying to figure out where they're at with it. Probably most of them on the side that were not. They're probably on the union side. So probably wasn't much of a help anyway, but still we have the right to vote in this country. They even gave them that right. Then they stripped it away. Now that's not even going to be able to be that. And I think what we're going to see, I mean, I don't know. My guess is, is, I mean, the, the big, if, if, and this isn't a diss on Massachusetts, but um, if they didn't have Boston, I, I honestly believe the gig companies come January next year, when this goes into effect, would just leave the state. We're done. Because there's no way, because then it becomes straight up W-2 for everybody, everybody. And it becomes union dues. And it becomes mandatory. And uh, if if the, comp- the at, at best, if the companies didn't want to deal with it, they, they would do franchise model. Franchise model is even worse, guys. That means that the company doesn't want to deal with it, so they're hiring another person. So just every time you do that, you're adding a middle, another middleman. So now you've got the app at the top. Now you've got, well, dude, you guys screwed yourself and you have a really stupid law. So here you go. Have fun paying your union dues, having your taxes taken out of a W-2. Have fun with your schedule. And if you have any complaints, direct it to your boss, who would either have to be the company, there would be a point person, or under a uh, franchise model. And John, you and I both know this. It would be you, there. There would be no more, not just flex time, but you wouldn't be able to deny any orders. You would reviews. There would be no reviews. Re, reviews would be like you go take this there, hurry your ass, and hurry your ass back here. You know, and that's what it would be. It would, it's called a boss. It's nothing like what we do in the gig economy. So whether you like, I guess my thing is whether you love the gig economy or not, you. I think this might be a good example of it. Look, if you don't like it for the reasons like John and I and a bunch of others do it, this is, this might be that time that shows you to walk away. What do you, th- I mean, what do you think? I don't know. You're still yeah. like grinding your teeth over me saying prop 22. I know, but it's <laughs> like <laughs> so cracking your neck and just, just like, cussing, oh. just cussing, just cussing you out in my head. What's up Hannibal? What's up Hannibal? Um, yeah, I mean, you raised a, ro- a lot of really good points. Um, when, when, it, when, you know, when people were voting for prop 22, a uh, year and a half ago, whenever it was, um, I saw a lot of ads on social media. I saw both vote no on prop 22 vote. Yes. On prop 22. Um, but I think it, here's where the problem lies. People that are for things like AB five and, uh, pro- I'm not against prop 22, but also at the same time, I'm not the biggest supporter for it because it's just. It's, it's not enough money. It's not, it's not doing anything. It's not, you know, it, it's, it's, um, it, the, the money I get from Prod 22, like it basically covers my gas. Like I'm not, I'm not rolling in money because of Prod 22. Um, but again, cost of living is so high here compared to other states. But be, um, before you even pass that point, I got to say this, like real quick, I just have to interject that honestly, doesn't it, the fact that it's that these companies can't make money in California, they're 20 times worse off and they're just going, what do we do? I mean, Instacart actually has put out articles about leaving the state. 
I mean, what is going on? So Prop 22 not helping people that much. It being a very weird, dumb law where you can overlap your active times and things. It just seems more like a gimmick to get other states to do that kind of thing before they rip the rug out and, and the dark side reveals itself with the unions walking in. Because honestly, they can't keep this going. They don't want to even do it. And you're saying it doesn't even help much. No, I mean, we get some people who are like, yeah, it's some extra money. But I don't think those people or most of them don't really dive into what caused all this, what happened here and and why it, and why it is so bad. I just saw Hannibal's comment. Sorry. <laughs> We're too lazy, man. We're too lazy. Why do we need to provide extra service? Anyway. Hannibal, Hannibal said so. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. We're, we're just too lazy. We don't provide, you know, we don't need to provide better service. We, we don't need to work for extra tips. We don't need to get any tip alerts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just see, I see California, AB5. I, first thing I always see, and I think you know this, John, are all the people that I had on whose lives it destroyed. That just right there always kills me. Yeah, and I'm not talking about gig economy. I'm not talking about platform workers. I'm like actual about, small businesses. Yeah, people, nonprofit opera houses, the kind of things that I've talked with a lot of people, and it's wrecked their lives, wrecked their businesses, all kinds of stuff. Um, but I almost feel like again, like I, I'm going to use that like zoo example. I feel like it's for other states thinking that they're on the fence to come around and say, you know, like, yeah, that looks good. Well, let me. Yeah, that looks good from over here. Everybody's happy. Oh, look, they're all making a little more money. Yeah, let's do that in our state. Because in the end, it's not a stupidity question of, really, is this about unions? Because if people don't know that part, then you really have no, I don't mean to be mean, you have no concept of what's going on here. Um, but it is all about the union. So if the state's pushing for it, it's pushing for it to try and get the union count back up and to try and get them back into some things. So do we, do we want, I mean, I, I know none of the full-timers want unions. Even the part-timers don't want unions because with that goes away, the flexibility uh, at some point. So all of these nightmares, dude, don't you feel like this is for other States to go? Yes. California is working, but really, if you look into it, it's not working. Like if we were to, if you and I were to sit down and explain to somebody if they did, they were like, yeah, we're looking at that for our state. That looked really good. And you and I had a half hour with them. I feel like we could really shed some light and make them be like, wait, what? The thing is that um, I don't think, in my personal opinion, they're, they're not trying to help drivers. They're just looking at California like, wow, California is about to make so much more money from taxes because that's really what it is, right? They don't care about the drivers. They want more tax revenue because they hate the fact that we can write off, um, you know, because, okay, when I, when, I, when I started doing food delivery in 2018, there weren't that many drivers. But after the pandemic, they saw so many people uh, shifting from W-2s to, to 1099 work, which, which is, you know, what food delivery is and grocery delivery. They're like, hey, you know, we, you know, if we make these guys employees, then we can make collect so much tax revenue from them. They hate the fact that we can we can have so many write-offs, whether we're writing off our mileage or, you know, doing itemized deductions. Um, and and a lot of states are seeing that. They're like, hey, look at what California's doing. We, we can bring in more tax revenue too. So I, th I think this is where this is headed. Okay, but if but here's here's my question then. If if for the past and let's even assume that let's let's skew down the numbers because this is the high end of what I've seen recently for the gig economy portion. Mm 
mm-hmm. out of the 59 million independent contractors, which in which I include gig economy people, okay? Mm-hmm. That's one third of the working class in this country. 59 mil- million people own their own businesses, self-employed, independent contractors, whatever that might mean, musician, interpreter, whatever, all of the stuff. 59 million. That's one third of the people choose choose to be this. And in almost every one of the fields, there are options to be employees. It's not like these are the type of things that have to be IC. They choose this. Now, it's estimated around 16 million uh, gig app employees out of that 15, 59 million. So... Okay, let's let's just do the simple math. If we take 16 away from 59, we're left with 43 million, which is still o- over 25% of the people working in this country. So it's worked for them for 60 years with the Barella test. They pay their taxes. They do every... In fact, most independent contractors I know are very, especially as they get, go on in years and acquire more business and stuff, they pay their taxes better than everybody. Um, so why after 60 years in a Barella test, did it, did a few apps make the government say, well, we're going to decide if you're going to be independent contractors. And I'm putting the question out. It's not just the gig apps. I'm putting it out as because eventually the pro X coming. If five, six States go with this pro X going to be, have a lot more steam behind it than when it's just going like, Hey, look at what we did in California. To be honest with you, I'm not sure if, if that will trigger the ProAct because I think um, the ProAct will kick in if if these states can't come up with the resolution. I think states, you know, if they start ena- enabling um, policies compared to, or similar to Prop 22, then um, the federal will be like, well, the states are doing it, so we don't need to do anything at the moment. Okay, but okay, let me let me put a part B on that. Then, do you, okay, so these states aren't stupid. I mean, we can joke about a lot of our elected officials. They're not the brightest, you know, like who, where, how did this guy get here? (laughs) You know, I mean, a lot of money, a lot of times comes behind that, but we can joke all we want, but the states altogether aren't stupid. They sometimes make horrible decisions, but they're not a stupid, I I mean, I don't think I'm even going to say this blind comment. I don't even think there's a stupid state out there. And I'm talking about all the people that run all the decisions together. Like though you usually have a good mix in there of good people. So how is anybody looking at this and going, well, this just seems like railroading gig workers out of the state. It's all it seems like to me. I think, I think they're kicking out independent contractors in general. I don't know if you, if you've heard about, you know, large corporations from California leaving to other States, like um, I think Oracle's leaving soon. Yeah. They're going to Florida or Texas. I know Toyota uh, moved their headquarters from Torrance, which is in LA to uh to texas i think austin or somewhere around there a lot of companies are leaving nestle uh nestle left um so it's not just independent countries that are uh, under threat but um large large corporations as well so the thing is that um i think i think the the area where they're dropping the ball is that they're saying hey there's so much opportunity for us to collect tax revenue but they're not realizing that if if they keep doing that that the businesses are going to leave or they're going to go out of business and there's no tax to be collected but again, I go back to my point for 60 years and even plus, to be honest, but I'm just talking yeah. about the Barella test and people who are self-employed under the, uh, under a current model that all the banking recognizes 
most of the issues with audits or people not paying taxes are not done by independent contractors. They are done by corporations. So we want to be a corporation that then also has like little mini unions that you have to pay for. Um, like John, was it, it was you and I talking the other night. I, John and I were talking about Ellen's situation. Right on my channel. And, and, yep. and we were, yeah, we were on John's channel. It was like, and we both at the same time kind of came to this revelation. Like, wait a minute, where was her lawyer and the teacher union and all this? Yeah. The I ones that even asked for, her, you know, it's, I mean, because exactly, she's, you know, we've said that, we've said this a bunch of times, and everybody seems to agree with us on this, that the teacher union is a needed, is a needed thing. I mean, like most union, unions aren't, I'm not a union guy, but that's a needed thing. And because they're mistreated often, that's why. Right. But now Ellen's paid in for however many years, mm -hmm. and she absolutely needed them. And I won't go through the situation, but I think that, you know, you can go back to John's video. It was like, saturday night or something but saturday night hangout yeah okay so because i don't want to talk about the situation again but it's also not bad that it's out there i just don't want it out there on a lot of videos um for ellen in case she would care i don't think she would but um but yeah i mean i think that you and i both agree that that's without question dude that's a that's a give me you would help that person out yeah the union has failed her in my opinion i mean <laughs> They fail a lot of people, but that's beyond failing. That's beyond fail. I don't know. In my book, it is anyway. I mean, especially when we're talking, we're trying to like have make any sense of why unions are around, and we say that yeah, the teachers are around. Okay, why? You didn't. That's the person out of. I don't know the other cases going on. I'm sure there's some extreme ones in Nevada. However, in Henderson, Nevada, I would I would at least bet that she's in like what any common person would refer to as one of the worst five teacher firings that happened. If you were to give them just a little brief. Yeah. That's, that's how I see it. Um, but so I guess when I was saying I'm happy, I'm not happy, but I'm almost, I, I, I'm almost, it's like, it's like that. I'm going to use the analogy, even though I don't always do it because it, it actually, it really upsets me when people stop to look at a train wreck or a car wreck. Oh my God. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's like how that saying about like how you can't stop and not watch it. That's how I'm feeling about Massachusetts. I'm feeling like, well, California failed huge, huge across the board with this whole thing. Seattle just took on a stupid law. And then at the last minute included delivery drivers, which they had modified it enough. It wasn't so stupid. Now it's back to completely stupid again. And now Massachusetts is even saying, we're going to do that, but we're not even going to let you vote on any part of it or have any say about what we're doing here. Hmm. They're giving California some ideas. <laughs> well, I just see it as it's going to be, it's going to be when it happens in January. First of all, it's the same as California. There's going to be a lot of true independent contractors waking up to, what do you mean I can't do business with people out of state? What do you mean I can only hire a, a writer 10 times a year. What do you mean? I can only, you know, they're going to be going crazy with that law. But I think that, I mean, with the other, with the gig economy, it's like, you're not even, I don't know. It just seems like railroaded out of town it, because I, I mean, we, you know, that without the fight, without them allowing the fight, it's going to be like the day it passes, the unions are going to be there like the next hour. 
It's not going to be like the fight is going on. I mean, because mm. even in California, it's still going on. They're still fighting over it, if it's a constitutional challenge there that you already all voted on and by three million votes passed. You know, but you now it's in, in Massachusetts, it's going to be that. And it's going to be like, oh, you didn't even give us the chance to vote. So it's it becomes a very weird place of Massachusetts is basically th- saying they're going to even dictate the terms. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, this is, this is, you know, again, I, I don't want to get political guys, but this is not even entry level. This is mid-grade socialism. <laughs> this is, this is kind of a big deal. Um, and it's, uh, it's scary. I don't know. I, I got most scared by this story when I found out they, after all this, they just said, you guys don't need to vote on it. We're going to take, we're going to just take care of you guys. That's definitely the worst part of it. Back that's, to point. that's some scary words in this country. <laughs> I wanted to touch on your point earlier um, about, you know, drivers um, or most drivers not wanting anything like Prop 22 or AB5. Um, I think a lot of the drivers who do want or um, they do kind of have the W2 mindset where like, hey, we need benefits and, um, you know, we need health, health insurance or 401k and all that stuff. Um, they're not realizing that or they're not thinking about what, what they would have to do in order to get those things. Right. So like, there's a lot of areas in LA that I won't go to. I don't, I don't deliver to if I, if I, if I was W2 employee, then I would have to, I'm not going to risk my safety over that. Also, I wouldn't be able to work whenever I want, which is huge. Right. Um, for me, it's not that, that big of a deal because I'm a single dude. I have no kids. I'm not married, but for people with families, that's the reason why they do food delivery and all stuff to begin with. They need the flexibility. So, um, like you said, you know, people, people who want to become employees is, is, is in the minority, but the ones that do don't think about all the stuff that they would have to do in order to, you know, pay that bill essentially. Right. And I honestly, I mean, I think that, you know, very well, and you've listened to my podcast with me to do ball and others like that. Like they honestly, with a lot of people, and I'm not going to say that it's based on how str- smart you are, because I think we all know there's, maybe even more, but there's absolutely two schools of, of how, how smart you are. There's street smarts, there's book smarts right? and never the two shall meet somewhat, but no, dude, you could have no book smarts and the best street smarts. Um, so, I mean, I've seen it, I've seen it go both ways, but there was some real trickery done when they were like pitching prop 22, cause they were basically, they weren't lying, but they were omitting a lot of words that needed to be said. If that makes sense. Like they were like, hey, do you like what you earn? No. Would you like to go back to the just sitting on your couch, picking up some rides? Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, well, we can make let it be that and you'll make better money than you make uh, any other time you work. I'll make the best money just sitting on the couch. They actually had a bunch of people like that who were like, yeah, I'll vote for that. Oh, you're talking talk about universal that basic income? That worries me, dude. Are you talking about UBI, universal basic income? Well, no, I'm talking about how they were going to like airport parking lots and talking to the drivers and stuff and almost like, like flyering them, you know, like as in like all the pro points without the 5,000 negatives. Like, by the way, in two years, your life will be wrecked. Um, You know, your daughter will be dancing on a pole. You know, this, this, everything's going downhill from here. (laughs) 
What's what's that <laughs> saying that a former U.S. president said? Uh, the scariest thing is when the government says that they're here to help you or something like that. Yeah, I mean, one of the other scariest <laughs> things that the government does is when they say, when they, you know, like what, like with the UFO or UAP things, like where they say, you know, like, well, we've now we've told you. No, now I worry more about what you haven't told me. <laughs> exactly. What else do you have roll up your sleeve? Uh, what what's up, Pedro? And what's up, Bruce Turner? How are you guys? Glad you could join us. What's up, Rex? What's up, Brad? Share Lisa. For those who don't know, Lisa, uh, Jason Terry's been uh, taking a summer leave of absence, which he always does. Oh, and what's up, Jerry? Always uh, does DoorDash. Um, he always takes the summer off to work uh, lawn maintenance. He's done it basically his whole life. Um, so. Lisa's been filling in on the radio show on Friday night, so join us. We've actually, Cody and uh, Autumn were on last week. We had a good time over on there, so. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at a comment here, so that's what they, wait, what? I think he was referring to uh, how you said uh, they were going to uh, airport parking lots and talking to drivers. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, they were basically, they were going, I mean, I don't mean this mean, it's not mean. Venus said it in our interview and she's a, she's, um, you know, she, she comes into this country from not in this country. She's an immigrant. So, but she was saying that, you know, like she even basically outright said that their main target was the immigrant community. You know, and to me, it's like, well, see, that sound again, these sound like pyramid schemes to me when you do that. When you're saying, like, this is our target. What, mm-hmm. the people that don't speak English well and already have enough trouble at the ballot box? Yeah. Like, dude, stop. You know, and stop using words like, this is how, um, you know as well as I do, John. We're not even getting, we're just talking about some basic politic, political scum that's out there. Not the specific people, but they've gotten very good at knowing how to omit a word when translating something to Spanish. And Spanish people know that sometimes in translation who don't know English very well at all know that things get lost. They've learned that, that certain words get lost in the translation. Well, the government gets pretty smart too, and they they do it so in a way like where it's like the sentence actually fully makes sense to the other side, whatever that language might be. But really it was you know, probably 20 hours constructed to make two sentences by a room of 40 people Mm -hmm. kind of thing. It's like, it's like so much thought goes into that on how to tweak it without letting people know that they've been tweaked. Yeah. And then also to be honest with you, um, I think, I think people really, really need to really really realize that, um, you know, the guarantees that, you know, these prop 22s of the world, are offering, you know, like here in LA, it's it's the minimum wage times one hundred twenty percent, which is which is about what our minimum wage here is sixteen dollars an hour and eighteen. What are you going to make eighteen dollars an hour using your own car and your own gas? Like, dude, I, I'm I'm looking at housing right now, and um, we're talking about this on Saturday on, on my channel. Uh, a four hundred square foot studio is going for two thousand dollars in a neighborhood, in, in a decent neighborhood, if you don't want to get shot or robbed. So eighteen dollars an hour, even nineteen dollars an hour, is just not enough. So. I really hope drivers realize that, you know, these prop 22 guarantees or whatever, and even in other states, it's just not enough money. So I hope, I hope they wake up and, you know, either go get a W2 where they're not using their own car and their own gas, or they learn how to multi-app and make more money because, um, you know, these, these regulations aren't going to help us in the long run. No, not at all. 
Um, well, and that's and that's the thing. I think that you and I both know years ago, we were on that side of just no regulations, just no regulations. Now it's starting to feel like, man, we might need some regulations. <laughs> Like, we, we need we need regulations <laughs> against the regulations. <laughs> yeah, it's like that should be your book, which we'll get to in a second about John's new book that'll be coming out. But by the way, seriously. real quick, real quick, since Pedro's in here, this show is the official pregame of the Gig Conference 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we Pedro, we like dude took all day making this one. <laughs> uh caravan to the arch caravan to the arch <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's i don't know I, I think the concept of first of all i think and i you know i've got a lot of california friends i mean even like you john like we've become good friends so it's like i've got a lot of california friends where this isn't an offense to them but dude i don't think california is a good market model to study for anything I really don't. And I'm not being mean about California in that comment at all. I'm just saying, I don't think that that's, I don't think doing something in California going, okay, let's do that around the country. I don't think that's a good, California is very different. A lot of states are very different from each other, but very different. They're different because they also have the largest economy in the U S. So I guess, that, I guess right. I'm, I'm not, I'm not siding with them. I'm just saying, I guess, you know, that's what you do when, you know, you're, you have, you have such a high GDP compared to the other state. You just don't give a crap, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean like the GDP of California is the size of some countries. Yeah. I mean, so yes, it is. It's, it, it's, is it important? Yeah. It's extremely important to this country. But you wouldn't go, what I'm saying is you wouldn't go model because the state is also very different. Mm -hmm. You can go from the bluest of blue to the leftest of of left and then be in Trump country. (laughs) AKA Orange (laughs) County. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's not for the state for, for it to, for everybody to go, Oh, California's a blue state. Yeah, it is. But parts of it is. Yeah. But like, it might not be if all the people there knew how to vote. <laughs> um, I, I think I think it's just because uh, you know lots of you know, uh, or I would say a large number of the people living in California are coming from working class families, and a lot of these ads that you see, you know, for like or voting related, are targeted towards the middle class, like saying, "Hey, you know, healthcare for everyone," or "Oh, we're gonna you know help, we're gonna do rent control and things like that." And I think, you know, voters that aren't educated enough, they see those ads and they go out and vote for basically what they're seeing on TV. And, uh, you know, I think they need to be more educated. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, okay, there's a couple, there's, I, I absolutely want to hit on your book for one thing, but I, uh, I need, we need to talk about shipped. How have we not talked okay. about shipped yet? Well, I just I wondering, man, like, I haven't been doing it as much because I've been doing a lot of curry. I've been able to do whole days off curry, but I've done it long enough now where I was doing it all the time where I want to know, I want to know what you're thinking. Cause I, I don't know if I sign here's, I guess here's my point. I know we have the market to market difference, but also I don't know if I signed up here tomorrow for shipped, if I would do as good as I did signing up even just November, December last year, things are just different now. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. Um, I mean, I just signed up for ships, so I don't know how it was before. But um, based on what I've been hearing so far, it seems like it's gotten a lot worse. You, you know, you know how you tell me to uh, to wake up in the morning and try to get or- or- orders early in the morning. You're yeah. like they're not even popping up. Like I think they're just getting snatched. 
there, there's so many drivers on the app. Like I, I, I get an offer and within like two seconds, it's already gone. It's insane. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mine go quicker. I still have some. And I do have to, I feel like when I'm using, I do have to kind of pick and choose where it used to be even well after winter, mm-hmm. like probably all the way through March, let's say I could just turn on the app and yeah, some orders were better than others, but I could average out at 25, 30 bucks an hour every day was shipped. And I just basically did circles back to the same target by me. So that was another perk that I really liked because I was using one specific target right? and being able to stay that busy. So I was like, dude, Nothing else did I pick up. Maybe like a PetSmart or an Office Max here or there, those kind of random runs. Right. But I like I wasn't grabbing. I wasn't going to go like 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 slumming it with the Instacart shoppers. How you know? how many target locations do you have? <laughs> how many how many loca- target locations do you have within a five mile radius of of where you of the area that you work? Um, so if I'm at the one by me, yep. See, that's probably one thing is not a lot. So I know there's, cause you start by me, you start getting out by the airport a little more. Yeah. So things start becoming a little more spread. Mm-hmm. Whereas downtown, you'd probably run into a bunch or towards the mountains, but I don't know. I would probably five miles. Yeah. Maybe probably not that many, right? Maybe one. I got four. <laughs> yeah. Now if I went downtown, I'd have yeah. like 11 and downtown is like six miles from me. Oh, they have a lot of city targets. Well, no, but when you're right downtown within five miles, there would oh, be. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm in the, I'm in the suburbs and yeah, I would say within a five mile radius, there's about four or five. It's insane. So I get to pick and choose whatever I want, but like, I see a lot of really bad orders, six, seven dollar orders for like 25, 30 items or 50 items. But people still take them because of Prop 22. They're like, you know what? It's a $6 order, but I know I'm going to get something on the back end. And if I get a tip, great. If not, then oh well. So I think that's why a lot of these bad orders are getting snatched up. Sorry, I just saw this. I'm slumming on. <laughs> I don't even know how these get. Because he I, heard me honest, saying I'm not going to go slum it with the Instacards. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 uh, <laughs> was poking just fun at you. Um <laughs> Yeah, Instacart. I, Pedro, I turn on by the way, you're off. part of the you're part of the reason I hate Instacart because you actually used to hate it as much as me. So whatever, dude. I know you're. I know you. you know, I know it's going better for you. For me, it doesn't ever go better. Instacart is just trash. I think he still hates it, but he's just making it work because the food delivery apps have been slow. Right. Well, no, I think he's. But if he, I've seen some things where he's done pretty okay too. And like when I see that, I'm always like, I wonder if I could do that. I turn mine on. Yeah. Like mine, mine just constantly is always like, remember that crap we showed you last time? Yeah. So check this out. <laughs> Look at it again. <laughs> Although the one time I did check when we were live, I actually saw one. It wasn't good, but it wasn't horrible. So let me check. I will check right now. I'm going to turn on right now and see if I get anything decent. I'm going to start checking on every episode just so people believe me how bad this is. I'm going to turn on mine on too. I saw an order last week. I had to drive 20 miles to the market and then 20 miles back to the, to the customer. So it's like a 40, 45 mile round trip. And I was only paying 20 bucks. <laughs> See like, like, okay, actually this is, here's a good one because I, again, I'm working curry mostly I'm working other things, but to maybe some people, this isn't the worst to me. This is complete crap. And it's my only offer right now. I would never take that. Whatever, would other people take this? Is there a tip on it? I don't see one. Well, it's 1068 and it's not stacked. So 
there's probably a tip, or else it's or else it's running late. It's three point two miles, nineteen right. items, twenty three units. Yeah, it's just a waste of time. Might as well just do a DoorDash delivery. Okay, so that's the only one that they can throw up to me when I just turned on. And I'm looking at it. I, I didn't want to be mean, but as soon as I looked at it, I'm like, no way. I wouldn't touch that. Like, that wasn't even a thought in my head. I was like instantly like, nope. But it, oh, okay, here's here's a new one. See, somebody took that crap order and turned it into like triple crap. Look at this. Triple badge. Look at this. Oh wow! Through triple batch, yeah, twenty-two eighty-three. Yeah, three three shopping delivers six point five miles, thirty-eight or forty-six units, twenty-two dollars. That's two hours of my time at least. Yeah, I mean, you could probably if it's all at one store, you might be able to knock it out in an hour, and then you know, or an hour and a half. I can go panhandle that in twenty minutes. <laughs> Would you do that though? <laughs> Maybe if they keep this up, I'll just be like, I used to be a, I used to be a gig worker, but no, I'll just take your change. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> Look, one way or another, you're gonna pay me some money. Just give it to me now. <laughs> I, I I've yet to get an Instacart offer, by the way. It's still looking for batches. Yeah, mine does too. And then it's like, oh, throw them that one. I'm always like, are you guys trying to like entice me or piss me off? <laughs> I can't ever tell because I'm like, I wouldn't take anything you sent. Nothing. And usually like even now, the eh, those aren't good. But the, they get worse, dude. And the miles get big and the pay gets little. Yeah. And then you have the whole shop and deliver. I, I don't know. I just... Again, I do know people who make money on Instacart. I know that it happens. I just, I here, I want to meet one. I want to meet one. I mean, maybe I should just go stand outside the door and be like, you work for Instacart? You ever made any money? <laughs> or does it, see, and I'd be serious. Just say between gas and lunch each day, do you make anything by the end of the day? I guarantee that most people <laughs> won't know because they don't crunch their numbers. They just take whatever they see on the screen. That's why I'm just saying gas. Whatever you had to spend yeah. on gas and your lunch today, did you make more than that? <laughs> no. Probably should stop working that out. Just saying. But the flexibility, <laughs> see the flexibility. <laughs> I'm my own boss. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm one of those uh, independent things. Yeah. I yeah. know you. I know you are. <laughs> and I'm trying stupid. to help you guys, but <laughs> anyway, John. Um, so John has, by the way, guys, I've said this before, John's an author. He always tells us to bring his books. He probably doesn't even have his right now. I bet he doesn't. So I'm gonna be John for the rest of the episode. I do actually. My copy's uh worn out, so your your copy <laughs> looks nicer. Yeah. But he's wrote other books too. Like he he sent my son one on before going to college. He's yep. you know, just in time. And I know that you're working on the new book. Mm -hmm. um, can we like where actually now that I know you know what this process is, how long it approximately takes that it could vary. Obviously, like do you have the concept? Do you have a? I won't ask you for it, but do you have a title? Do you have something that? It puts you in a place where when you write a book, you have now it you kind of know a timeline, like okay, now that I have these pieces, it's gonna take me about. Um or was it did I not word that correctly? 
No, you did. I'm just. I was just thinking. I was thinking about a timeline. Um, the thing is that things were going really good in the beginning when the when the ideas were flowing, but then when I started putting things together, um, it didn't come out the way I wanted to. I actually just sent the first rough job to the editor today, so I'm looking forward to getting the feedback in a week or so. Um, the, the I don't have a title yet. I, mean, I have a couple options that I'm you know mulling over, but um, the 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 concept of the book is that um, which is which is oddly enough um really similar to what roy and i talked about yesterday on my channel um is about basically finding a balance in life because i'm a type a personality um you know i'm, I'm the go-getter you know the typical or I'll, actually i shouldn't say typical but um you know type of you know person that has needed to be in the gig, gig economy and be an independent contractor so in my 20s i basically worked my work my ass off you know I, I ran my dad's business when i was 18 right after high school and then i went to college and then you know i wrote a couple books and blah 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 Basically, I was I, I'm a very goal oriented person, but then as I got into my 30s, I'm 33 now. I especially during the pandemic, I, I found out that I was actually taking my health for granted. So basically, it's just uh, me in the book. The first chapter is about how I grew up as an overweight kid to kind of give some context to the story. Um, and then the second chapter is about you know some of the impact or some of the effects that you know growing up as an overweight kid has had into my adulthood. And then the third, fourth, fifth chapter is about how I got back into shape, um, some of the unexpected benefits that I saw from getting in shape, and then also, um, you know, just enjoying the process, staying in the moment. You know, don't you don't always have to delay gratification. You don't always have to, um, you know, be working towards the goal. It's okay to take some time off and enjoy yourself because, you know, if you if you if you, if you don't if you're not living a balanced life, then you know, you're setting yourself for failure. Yeah, I know that one of the things John put to the challenge on me and like you know again too i've told you guys this like when i say that john's book is an easy read realize what i'm saying people because i'm not a big reader that sits down with books all the time and wants to put a bookmark in it or whatever but i if something's like engaging to me i can sit down and read the whole book that day and i'm not saying it even takes me the whole day you know like john's book here's how here's how i was trying to think about it before we did this today is that John's book, I was able to take in one afternoon. I read the I read the book, just kind of sitting down, got into it, read it. And, you know, you read a book and when it's about different things and it has topics that like you are meant to make you think. John's book, I digested fairly easy, but the long term digestion was more what it was like later that week thinking about things that would come to me. I would like instead of just trying to think about, OK, what did I learn from that book? It was more like when I stepped away from it, like. I would see like, here's a perfect example. I would see like my garage, which gives me a panic attack every time I see it. <laughs> Shit up to the ceiling. and It's just, and you're like minimalized, you know, yeah. you're like, you know, you, you got it. You got to get rid of stuff. And I know this. And I, and even, I think the last time I had you on, I was even like, even when I watched it, I was like, wow, I'm using excuses here. Cause I was like, I'll wait for Max to get out of high school. <laughs> I'm, just yeah, like, that. I'm like, that's a really high pile of junk, dude. I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> With with minimalism, the, you know, the thing is that um, you're not you're not getting rid of stuff just for the sake of getting rid of stuff. It's more about you know spending your time and attention and your focus on things that bring value. So if it's not bringing you value, then it's taking away your time and your energy. So that that's that's where minimalism has really come. And and also, uh, you know, it's not just about possessions. About you know your peop people in your life. Are they are they uh, energy vampires? Are they sucking the life out of you, or are they helping you and bringing value to you? Are you know is your job? Is it you know uh, you know, in this case, the gig economy, 
are you are you working seven days a week like Bud Soda and just you know just trying to make a little bit of a living or um, are you is it helping you put money aside is it helping you get out of debt is it helping you you know invest and you know improve your financial situation so that's what minimalism is yeah so like I mean I guess you know like to the to the I I, I at least want to chime in one thing there that to the people listening who caught like well, I'm doing gig work full time and I'm liking the pay, but I don't have a goal in mind yet. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Or at least I want to, my opinion is that's okay. But, you know, like if you do have a goal in mind, great. Maybe you don't have any kind of realistic plotted line to it, but just having that goal and doing the gig work is, is, is still the, one of the best things you can do because you're earning money. You're at least doing something and that eventually will, kick you in the butt to get you to do whatever you are trying to do, you know, but, um, to those, I, I talk to a lot who are like, you know, yeah, I, I can tell that they just, again, omitting, you know, that's probably what this episode will be called, but omitting out like, uh, you know, that so, like some kind of term for younger people where they'd say to me, like, um, I know that I will want to do something else, but right now I just don't care very much. And I'm just going to do gig work. And again, that's just my words of summarizing a bunch of people that I've talked to who never used any of those words. In fact, they try and be like, no, I like the gig. I'm just reading into this and saying, there's a lot of people out there who are doing it because they can make some good money on their schedule. And they really just are, maybe they're in the party stage of their life. Maybe they're, Maybe they went through a divorce and they're going to, um, you know, just kind of try and change everything in their life for five years, including their job and where they live. And who knows what the reason, but some people, a lot of people are in the gig economy without the focus. I know Pedro for one always is talking about, you know, have a focus, have a way out, have, have other things. I'm all about that too. But I, I also can, I, I hear the people who, who don't have the focus yet. And I'm, I don't think that's a bad thing. You can't, cause you can't make the focus come. You can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you just really just, you know, you've been around, you're doing everything and just nothing's grabbing your attention is anything. You know, my advice would be gig economy is great. I'm not going to tell you to do it, but it's great because it sounds to me like eventually the way I think anyway, you are going to fall in love with something. I don't know. It could be when you're older. It could Who knows what it's going to be? But you're going to be like, damn, I really want to do that. And it's better that you not go through a bunch of, in my opinion anyway, if you're a type like me, that you not go through, if you can earn too, as, as long as that all can happen, that you go through a, you know, a period of just, it's better to have a job like this where you're not upsetting anybody if you're quitting all the time or whatever. Mm -hmm. And a person who's looking for a path in life I can tell you as a bar owner for many years, I watched many of them come and go. Some I'm of sure. them all too quick, almost to the point where it was just the training, two shifts and a quit. It's like, dude, what the... Did they have bartending experience or were they new to bartending? Uh, I never hired in a bartender that didn't have at least... I We even had to know you. One of the bartenders okay. had to know you from another bar. We only had six bartenders. That's strange that they quit. Well, it's just people don't like to work. <laughs> or be or especially be told when to work you know that's one thing with the bar industry like you could break somebody by giving them a clopin mm -hmm. you know and like a double the day before like during baseball season man like you know or football season even we had the michigan state alumni club 
those games mm. start early when you're out here, bro. Like, so I'd have to be in the bar at 7 a.m. I might, if I was doing the close too, I might be there from 7 a.m. to 4 a.m. That's a long day, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, you can bounce out here and there and go check the other bars and just kind of take a walk a little bit, but you're always, you got to be in the vicinity. But, you know, I mean, like, clopins could always break people because I could always, when somebody was new, if they were just... If What's I a clopin? Uh, where you close and then the next morning you have to open. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But I would do it at baseball season too, like if the Cubs were in town. Streets okay. are partying, okay? And it's a day game on a Thursday, let's say. I'd make you close on Wednesday night get out of there at three, get home about three 30 and you have to be back there at 7am to open, you know, that's if you're pissing me off, dude, if you were pissing me off, that's what I would do. Yeah. We had that problem with retail sales too. You know, otherwise I, never, I was, I, never, I tried to not get you those, but whatever. Roy's always talking trash in the chat as always. <laughs> I do want a boss, but yet the app is your boss. App ain't my <laughs> boss, dude. In fact, Roy, I'm actually a perfect example of that because I have no problem going F you and shutting it down. Exactly. And even for the whole day, I see something bad on one of the ones I do use. I, I have no problem these days going, nope. And I just I don't just mean this order. <laughs> it's just cl closing it for the day and teaching them a lesson because I got other apps to go to and I got other work to do. And even my laser work, you know, there that's some stuff I do here from home. So I'll be like, I do like to earn more, so I would like to be able to take more, but I'm also one of the people who's in a position to be able to go, oh, are you taking that? And I'm not going to feel bad about it. Exactly. I'm going to turn the app off to even show you. I'm not going to sit around and wait to see what other crap you should send me. If, if I, I can tell. If it's a crappy day on the apps I work, I can tell, and I just call it a day on those and move on to the others. Well, like, let's say if you're working, if you're having an eight-hour eight hour day and, like, you're four hours in evil, me, like, 30 bucks and you try to make 200 bucks. You're like, yeah, I'm not going to hit 200 bucks. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that one, I mean, at three hours, if I had, if the first three hours, I'm not, if the first three hours, I'm not performing at $30 plus an hour. So, I mean, like with very few exceptions of like calling it that. Mm -hmm. So basically a hundred bucks, let's say yeah. after three hours of work, I'm not at a hundred bucks. I picked a wrong time and shift to work. It's a slow day or something. And therefore, having run a bar where I have to always move people's schedules around based on the need of like, oh, we got this group coming in, so we need extra people, but right. you don't need to hire them. So what I would have to do is just go to my calendar and say, okay, I'm going to call this day at because I made $80 in three days or three hours. I'm just going to go home and add five hours to my calendar. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. I just... I. I treated it like a business, like we're supposed to. Right. Now, whether or not you're a bookkeeper and you've got QuickBooks or you're you're doing it on paper, I'm not even talking about all that level, which you should be doing. At least use an app that clocks your miles. Do something. That we should all be doing. You know, like know what you spend in gas. Fill up every night so that the next day when you fill up, you can look at the amount and say, that's what I used today. Because you were full when you started. So, you know, do simple things even at least. But if I was at like that, I would just come and, add, and I would go, and I'd look and it's not like I would just go add five, five hours where they're not going to help me. I knew that because of that incident, okay, I'm, I'm going to have to add it on the weekend somewhere. Right. You it always, it. It, yeah, I had to make it up on, on the days I would want to not work. 
or as much, you know what I mean? Like I'd be like, okay, now I got to work more on the on Saturday, which I didn't even want to work the five hours I was going to work. So mm-hmm. if you're not, again, if, if, if you're not willing to be able to do that and you don't, and, and you don't need money for some reason, if you don't need money and, <laughs> and you're not willing to do that kind of pivoting, the, I honestly believe, especially in the state, it's in the gig economy is not for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing I was going to say with these, you know, on, since we're talking about regulations, I think this is why people want regulations because they're not for people like us. They're for people who, who don't want to, they want to take, you know, the critical thinking out of it. They don't want to have to worry about like, Oh, I didn't make enough money today. So I have to work on the weekends. They just, they want, basically they want to drive for a couple hours, make, make the money they need to and go home. They don't want to deal with all the, you know, is today a slow day or is it, you know, a good day or, Oh, um, you know, this, this restaurant's taking too long. So I need to unassign. They don't want to deal with the strategic stuff. They just want to drive and get paid an hourly rate. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't know about other states, but in California, again, minimum wage is just not, it's not enough to pay your bills and, uh, pay, uh, mm-hmm. adventures with broke mom. Uh, she lives in Arizona on Pedro's live stream last night. She lives in Lake Havasu, which is a very expensive city. It's on the border of California, mm-hmm. Arizona. She was saying the same thing, even with minimum wage, it's like, you can't pay rent or you can't, you can't pay all of your bills. So I don't know. You know, I see this. I, I got to address this. So I see this from Roy and I, I know he, you know, he knows that I do other work too. Yeah. He says, yeah, but there is a small percentage that have the luxury you have, Steve, 90% of gig workers don't have that luxury. Okay. Well, here's what I have to say to that. I am 50 years old and I earned any damn luxury I have by busting my ass harder than I see anybody work. And I hate to say it that way, guys, but like when I was coming up and working in production, people threw tools at me if I was slow. I mean, I can't, I, 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 can't, I, yeah, they still would. Dude, they absolutely. Still would. Okay. Yeah, we don't, there's no room, there's no room to screw around in production at all. You know, you gotta be on it all the time. But honestly, my point is, is that like, yeah, I have the laser gig because I went to my move to Miami and took a, um, a salary job that I, in a place I didn't want to live to learn this technology and to be able to do this for two to three years. Mm. Then I was able to move somewhere. I mean, I've given up a ton. I, I have my son. So this, whatever the luxury is in, in a luxury yet, because everything I have goes to just him and I living to be, believe it or not, guys. I mean, like, I have a, you know, 850 square foot house on the outskirts of downtown Denver very small backyard and uh you know are we running out of money every day no but we are definitely not i'm gonna be honest here we're not just kind of strapped either we're really strapped down right now and i mean that in terms of like you know i'm not saying like a ton of stuff i could cash in like you know stocks stocks aren't worth anything any either but even if i that kind of stuff i'm, I'm just saying I am living in very tight times like the rest of you. And it's not because I live in a mansion and have 50 assistants and maids and, and different cars and all oh, this. You don't? <laughs> no, dude. You know, it's like, it's like, I am a, I am a single dad. You know, he's, you know, he, my son, my son spends a, a day and a half at his mom's house every week, but the rest of the week he's here with me. So I am a single dad. So, I mean, I, all of my ways of earning 
and it, for those of you that know me too, like I'm always online. I'm always hearing new stuff. I'm jumping on live streams. I'm learning. I'm writing articles. I write for two different newspapers from time to time. I write for my blog. Um, you know, I I I do uh, um, sponsorship where companies I believe in and stuff. Yeah, that's all a lot of work, you guys. You wouldn't believe the hours I put in. It's very time consuming for sure. Yeah, I mean, if you look at my hours, it probably ends up like Flex's hours look. I just don't spend it just doing DoorDash 12 hours a day. I know he's got his paycheck thing too, and it's not a diss on it. But it's like those 12 hours, I'm putting easy 12 hours a day. Between gig work and everything I do, I do 12 to 15 hours a day, six days a week. No joke. You know, and I and I and the rest of my time tries is tries to be found for my son because I I have him for two more years before he's off to college or whatever he wants to do. You know what I mean? And I've really been like the rock in his life. So it's like I got to be around for that. And I'm not going to change it. You know, so it, I just know things are going to be like this. And now and it's not like this is bad. But now with the way of everything's costing a thousand percent more and. and and all these crazy things that are going on, yeah, it's even t- making it harder. But, um, but you know, my son and I are going to get through. And then once we do, hopefully things are better. I, I do believe that after some stuff shakes out, I do believe that this we will bounce back better than we've seen in five, ten years. But yeah, I do I- believe I do believe there's some big problems still coming. I I I even you know, guess I'll just put it out there today. I even believe there's another housing issue coming, a big one. I do too. You know, and because uh, people bought houses they couldn't afford. Yeah, and I, I mean, and, and now it's a problem. I know a lot of corporations bought some too, like especially here in Colorado, like all the dispensary companies bought houses with sight unseen just to have them for their employees. Well, now they're not hiring those traveling employees. Yeah. So now they got these houses just sitting empty, and they're like, "What do we do with it?" Well, hopefully sure. sell it before the market goes down. I mean, it's already starting to go down a little bit because interest rates went up. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, man, I don't want it to like wreck anybody that is out there owning their home. But I got to say, guys, this was needed. I mean, it's gotten to the point where nobody has a chance to buy a house anymore. Yeah, I definitely don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like every person in this country should should have a right to buy a townhome or an apartment or a house. Like you should have a path to that. And it shouldn't look like 40 years to be able to do it. If. Yeah. If you're lucky. Yeah. I mean, like you can go back as far as you want. And you know what I mean? Like in time. And like most people would even coming out of the depression and stuff and the roaring 20, like even all the way back then. Yeah. Money was different, but people were able to get established and on their feet within a certain amount of years. Right. That's gone, dude. That's gone if you're single even. You know, forget being married with two kids. That's gone if you're single. So I mean, it just depends on how you manage your finances. If you're out there sp- spending frivolously, yeah. But um, you know, if you're if you're living a frugal lifestyle, then I think you have a pretty decent chance. Yeah, yeah. But that's kind of what I'm. That's to my to my point of on raise. I I went way overboard, but in a nice way, so that I pointed it out right because he's you know he's saying, but yeah, most people don't have that luxury right here, right? Well. I don't think of it that way. I think that 90% of people aren't doing what they need to do. I agree. I don't think it's that they don't have my luxury. 
I think that and if they see it that way, they have no clue what hard work is because they don't know what got me here. But I see it more like 90% of the people just are like, what do you mean I'm only going to make this? I quit. Like they just, I don't know. People don't treat jobs like they did. And I hate sounding old. I hate making things sound like the old days. You sound like a but, boomer right now, Steve. <laughs> but you know, I mean, even like, I don't even have to go that far back. Even 10 years ago, dude, people treated jobs like they mattered. Well, it's also the fact that employees treated or employers treated employees a little bit better now. It's just like, um, yeah, yeah, the career paths aren't there, so I think people are also reacting accordingly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I, think, so I think both parties are at fault. You know, Gary, like Gary Middleton's son, um, he was just telling me about him going to welding school. And they were talking about the, you know, the expense of it, and it's uh like when he graduates, he, he has two weeks before they start your student loan paybacks. That's insane. Dude, what? It should be. I'm sorry, but you wrote a book on this, John, on this same type of stuff. Yep. I'm sorry. It should be six months, two years kind of thing before you have to pay back a dime. Because you got to get on your feet. you got to get an apartment, a job, a vehicle. Well, with federally insured, it sounds like what the loan he's getting is a private loan for federally insured loans like I had, um, like in a, you know, a typical college, like a, like in your case, it would probably be like University of Colorado or in my case, like a Cal State, whatever. Those don't start until six months after graduation. So with welding school, I don't know, it might, it might be a little bit different. It might be just a private loan. So, yeah, but I, I agree. It's wrong. Two weeks. It's like, dude, like I'm just, you know, getting out, getting some fresh air. <laughs> yeah. See, this is sadly what i think <laughs> not sadly that i agree with pedro <laughs> sadly this is how i feel too is that and i think that what's a little understated here is that many of these people are seriously just that lazy people and you know what right now it's whose fault is it too like again not to get political but pandemic started everybody's scared out of their minds and then the government starts throwing everybody tons of money it showed them that their money, like, we'll pay you twice as much as you ever made. Well, then why would I go back to work, stupid? Even, like, common sense 101 people are going, well, wait a minute. <laughs> pay me to sit at home. <laughs> right. I'm not that kind of person. But, like, if that's what you are, I mean, now you're going, like, well, dude, wait a minute. What happened to all that money I was getting to to do that other work where I, it's called just sit on my butt all day? <laughs> Well, the thing yeah. is that it was only for four months. If it was longer than yeah, I, I think it would have been a problem. But um, they also they're also probably worried about the economy tanking. You know, they know well, that people were getting laid off and everywhere was closed. So I understand, but the pandemic yeah. unemployment assistance went on for in all states for uh, eighteen months. Oh wow! Okay, that's <laughs> insane. Yeah, that's and, one for ten ninety nine people, right? The PUA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the way that they figured it out, how much you'd get, it just, you were being paid too much. And yes, before you were being paid too little, but it made it look so dynamic that you were like, dude, I'm never doing that again. And it's like, what working? That's what yeah. working pays right now. You're not working because we're in a big situation. You know, it's yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I guess. Oh, so before we leave today, hey, if anybody, John, did you get up to, you guys, if John gets up to 
420 subs by the time we end this, which is pretty damn close, you guys. Um, That's right, people. Let's hit 420. <laughs> We're still at 413. Uh, you guys, if seven of you aren't subscribed to John, go do it. I'm going to do a $25 giveaway on here because there's a way I'll to do it. I'll put the link in the chat. Mode. I'll put the link in the chat. Because we're here for about another five minutes. You would literally all need to go do it. Or there's 18 of you. Seven of you I, would need to go do it right now. I'm actually doing a live stream at 2 p.m. So that's another good reason to go onto my channel and subscribe. There you go. See? Live streaming right after you this. You won't show. be notified if you're not subscribed. Exactly. <laughs> I hope that link works. Yep, it works. Okay, cool. So I just put my link in the chat if you guys want to subscribe. I'm live streaming at 2 p.m. So uh that'll be a good reason to subscribe a great number of my birthday nice april 20. most of us who lived through the 70s and 80s Steve yeah you're 10 years in front of me truth so when you say the 70s that's how i view the 80s because i was born in 72. you were born 10 years before me so you see the 70s though i wish i would have been around the 70s since i'm already that old brian and steven just subscribed thank you guys we're at 415 now all right all right all right Dude, we need five more, and I will. And, and it's a, it's like this thing you do in Streamyard, and I, I just anybody I put in a, ha I, I make a hashtag, and you guys all put in that hashtag, and it'll pull from the people that enter that hashtag in the chat. All right, we're at four sixteen, guys. Four more. Come on, four twenty. I mean, what better number than four twenty? Go to another live stream and yell at somebody to just do this or. Make sure they're a friend, though, so they don't, like, unsubscribe, too. That's the other thing. You know, this is an honor code <laughs> thing, guys. Like, if you subscribe, check out check out two to three of his videos at least before yeah. you make a decision to unsubscribe or subscribe or stay subscribed. Yeah, if you guys don't like my videos, then give me don't, feedback. I'm always open to feedback. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, just don't subscribe to win something. You know, if if you do that, at least do the favor of watching two videos, making sure that... You know, well, maybe I do want to be subscribed because I see that happen too. But come on, guys, are we close? Are we close? Let's see. I think we're oh still at four sixteen. <laughs> four seventeen. Let's go. Oh my god, guys, come on! Three people. <laughs> Three people. You're holding everyone hostage. <laughs> hey, truth. Uh, if I, I'm I'm in uh, Streamyard right now, but uh, if are you four eighteen? Oh. If you have any way to, if anybody has any way to go over to Flexes and post in there that we need a couple more subs on John's channel. <laughs> As he's live streaming. <laughs> you won't care. You won't care. Yeah, my fellow Armenian. <laughs> Is it 419 now? Because no, Jerry said he so subbed too. Okay. It's four, so I think with him, with him subbing, it's 418. Yeah, we're still at 418. We need two more. Two more guys. Where's Omer? Where, where's Omer with his several burner accounts? Yeah, come on, Omer. <laughs> he was trying to game the system earlier. <laughs> oh my gosh. Come on, guys. We plugged it at the beginning, too. Oh. Who else could be? I'm looking through the names to see who else might be. Oh, has but while, while we're waiting, because I mean, has, what, has Max subscribed yet? Max? Much, we're, we're pretty much <laughs> trying to, he's he's working. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, we're pretty much trying to uh, get him up there, but at the same time, I will start doing this so that uh, it, so that we're ready to wrap it up. When we do get there, we gotta get there. Okay. But uh, Pedro's thing, right? Thing. <laughs> here. Well, here, 
gig conference. Said, here's what I was going to, I almost said it too, because I just was scribbling notes. I've been using paper and pen lately. I don't know why, just for fun, I guess. But I had, uh, you know, for uh, on the outro to do. 420. Uh, yeah. I yeah. just said, I said to do uh, pa- Pedro's Paradise. AKA, AKA, Pedro's Paradise. AKA Gig Worker Conference. That's hilarious. But I was just reading it going, I think I'm at Gig Worker Conference, a.k.a. Pedro's Paradise. So we've got 420? Yeah, we did. Okay. So, okay, By guys, the way, guys, Steve is challenging me to hit 500 subscribers by, by the Gig Conference. I think we could do it in a month. Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> That's plenty of time. All right. So let me see if the page comes up first. Yep. Okay. So... Yep. I think Pedro, Pedro is also going to have my YouTube channel on the homepage too in a bit or soon. Okay. So what do, what do we want to make the, uh, so I have to make a hashtag right now. And everybody... Pedro's paradise. Pedro's paradise. <laughs> Wait, does everybody know how to spell paradise? Yes, I do. No, I mean all these Because oh. <laughs> if you don't spell it right, you won't be in. Yeah, I'm going to put it in there right now. I'll, I'll spell okay. it for you guys. All right. You... Just Everybody copy, doesn't need to say, yeah, I know how to spell it. Just, just, co- put just, it copy, in there. just, just copy paste. No room for error. Yeah, put it with a hashtag. That way. I did. Pedro. Yeah, then I'll use the same link with the same, in case you did uppercase too. For... Or should we do it in Spanish? Paradiso de Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. So let me get this ready. Wow, 422. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Okay, so uh, you guys are the best. 422. We actually smashed 420. You guys are absolutely amazing. Thank you. So if any users whose comment includes this text will be entered. So I'm okay, trying to get so, to 500, and you're trying to get to. We're trying to get you to a thousand before the conference. All right. So are are you all? None of you have done it. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> we got you up there. Oh, there's one. You all have to do what Brian just did. <laughs> you all have to put Pedro's Paradise. Yeah, just otherwise, copy paste. Otherwise, there's gonna be one person in this. Or John's in it now. Me and Brian are in it. But you can't win. Oh, that's right. We're doing uh, the giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> you can just completely slip my mind for a second. Yeah. So yeah, and I mean, I uh, so the the ways that we can do it too are two ways. I can do uh, Venmo, or I can. I mean, so don't ask about the other ones. I don't play around with those like Cash App and stuff. But I can do Venmo, or I can do Amazon Card. So either way, you guys would want it. All I need, I guess, is just your email, probably. Amazon would probably be easier. Yeah, but if somebody really needed some cash, I don't mind doing a Venmo. That's true. Yeah. I Good mean, point. I. I, I, I give out my email. My email is steve at rideshare So that's whoever wins will do that. Let's get a couple more in here. Come on, guys. Just make Truth sure you don't do a super chat. Going. Just make sure you don't do a super chat because they won't get the money until 60 days. Yeah. <laughs> and Google will take 30% out of it. You guys, there's 21 people watching, and there's only one, two, three four and john won't count so if it comes up john i don't know we'll have to do it again what am i counting well i mean 
you should you should delete out your Pedro's Paradise comment. I don't know if I can. Let me see. Oh, you can probably through YouTube, but yeah. Let me see. I'm in the chat right now. Um, or worst case scenario, if I get picked, then you could just give it to someone else. Yeah, but what do you mean? <laughs> like, okay, I picked. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna give one spin. Okay, Come I, just, on. I, just, I just removed it. Okay, Lisa, you gotta put. Did you put it in, Lisa? She wants cash. Well, you haven't won yet, so you can't. <laughs> right, I, I, right. That comes after you win. First, you gotta win. You gotta put in hashtag Pedro's Paradise. <laughs> everyone put everyone. On, okay, there's so, tw- now there's 22 people in here live, guys. Here's what's going on. Where everyone should put hashtag Pedro's Paradise so they can be enrolled uh, in a chance to win uh the twenty what is it twenty five dollar twenty five dollars via Venmo or Amazon gift yep, card either cash or gift card. So if you want, and it's going to happen right now. This isn't some we're doing it in a month crap. And this is way better than Prop 22. You're getting free money and you're not (laughs) dealing with regulations. (laughs) It's essentially a gas card. We can only use use some extra cash. Okay, I'm going to give it, I guess I'm going to give it a little like timer, right? Or like, what are we doing here? Um, Here, let me see if, can I pull up a countdown? I'll give another minute or so. Okay, I'm going to do 30 seconds. Watch. Guys, I'm putting the 30, if it works, I'm putting... Right, guys, you got literally probably just people. just six seconds, people. just seconds. I'm gonna count down from five, and I don't remember exactly how this works if it takes a second or what it does, but I think you guys see it. Otherwise, maybe I can share the screen. Let me see what I can do. So, okay, so we have eight entries. I'm gonna share the screen. It says we have eight entries, so you guys can still enter. Need to share that tab. And, and then we need to put Who's it. Who's the winner? Okay. So I'm going to take this conference thing down for a minute. Take this down. So when I hit that draw button, right now there's nine entries. It's going to spin names. You're going to see them all. And it's going to stop on one. I have nothing to do with it. It's done by StreamYard. Five. Four, three, two, one. Wow, Stephen. Stephen Downs. There you go. Gary, too late. Gary just put it in the hashtag. (laughs) Gary, get out of here, man. You think I wouldn't have applied the same rules to you as John? I would have been like, no, 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 do over. <laughs> I demand a recount. Yeah, Stephen Downs. So email me at uh at Steve at rodeo.com. Simple Steve at rodeo.com. And uh and just and tell me either way you'd want to do it. If you want to do it, uh Venmo, I think all I need your email, right? I think so. 
And then if you want to do Amazon, all I would need is your email. So either way, just use, I guess, email me from the account you want it sent to. For Venmo, I think they need their username, their Venmo username. Okay. So for Venmo, yeah, for Venmo, I might need your username. So, so if you don't have Venmo, it's just a default Amazon. So it doesn't matter. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't Target? play with the others. So Target. But dude, congratulations, Steven Downs. Nice job Ooh. sticking it out. See, had you not entered your name, man, it wouldn't have worked. Exactly. Dude, 25 bucks is good money right now, especially <laughs> with these gas prices. <laughs> He's just going to email you. <laughs> is it possible to get a charity? Like, I'll just run <laughs> charities like this. Give <laughs> <laughs> we'll away some money, man. Like, woo! <laughs> Make people funny. do weird stuff. <laughs> Don't forget, uh, don't forget about the little people. All right, guys, don't unsubscribe. His count better not go down even one. <laughs> <laughs> what is your count at right now? Uh, let's check. If it goes down four twenty one, we know Steve unsubscribed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're still at four twenty two. Cool. All right. No I one else up yet. <laughs> so, all honesty, guys, you know. Everybody, we're all going through tough times. So doing something like that, A, makes me happy, but also it just turned some people onto John's channel. And some of you might've thought you were subscribed to John's channel. Happens to me all the time. People are like, I thought I was subscribed. You know what I mean? So I'm just kind of getting awareness. Like I've seen him coming back in my feed lately. And part of it's that, you know, he just didn't do stuff for, he had his channel. He didn't do stuff for a while. Now he's dropping daily. So he should be back in the feed. So thank you for doing that. Like, obviously you know, I see other creators do it. You know, I thought this was an interesting way to do it. When I found out that StreamYard had that little whatever it does, but that was all right. That's pretty cool. I had to use that as well. It's really cool. Yeah. So here's the deal, John. When you go to StreamYard, you go to you have to open another tab if you're doing your when you're doing your live and go mm -hmm. to StreamYard.com backslash giveaway. Okay. Because there's no way to find the giveaway anywhere in the console. Gotcha. You have to just know that link and open it in another tab. Did he get rid of it or something? I don't know. Sounds like it. Well, it's still there. Yeah, maybe they used to have it where somehow through them it was giving the money or something. They didn't want any part of that. Exactly, but they left yeah. up the tool. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, like we just were able to use it. So, All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, I hope it was informative and fun, and I hope that – I hope that when we talk about some of the tougher stuff, that at least we're breaking enough with some laughs. I I know John's a good person when I have him on. Like we try and like make it, you know, at least like some laughs to help get us through some of that stuff. Cause you guys do need to know some of that stuff. We don't need to talk about it every minute. It's but really need, dry stuff. Yeah, but you do need to know it. You need to yeah. know it. I mean, it's it's affecting of what's what's going on in the community. But all right, guys. This was a huge success across the board. John, thank you for joining us. And, uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah. And we will see you uh, Thursday. Thursday. Thursday for, yeah. I, I, sometimes I have my, my Tuesday thing, but that's once a month. So, yeah, Thursday for the round table. And we have uh, Yost Malone, Malone that last time oh, John nice. said I called Post Malone. Yeah, you call him Post Malone. That's a rapper. <laughs> Famous he's rapper. Like, he's like, you got the rapper Post Malone going? I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, crap, I only got five days to somehow hire him. <laughs> By the way, guys, uh, live stream on my channel 20 minutes. Just come come hang out. There you go. So top of the hour, live stream. 
uh yeah nova dasher is going to be on there soon too and we got uh some others coming up too ash from canada we got uh zach drives fast all right you guys i gotta go edit this audio podcast together since uh for those of you who don't or do know audio sounds 10 times better than the youtube versions oh yeah so uh if you ever are in the mood to like listen to one of these podcasts it'll blow you away how much better it sounds Mm -hmm. just saying (laughs) anyway with that have a great day and uh And uh, I will be, I'll, I'll go look right now, Stephen Downs, for your email or just in a few minutes. So give me about five, 10 minutes and I'll reply. And then just send me a reply back so I know I got it. And, uh, and then I'll send it. And other than that, we will see you guys all soon. See you on John's channel in a few minutes. Peace. Peace. I want to uh, thank our sponsors, uh, Mr. Gary Middleton, Middleton Technologies, and, uh, the Maximo app, the DUH app, the Flex Alert app for Amazon workers. Um, you can find them all at uh, middletontech.com. Go to apps, or you can go to uh, each of the apps' website. But I recommend to go to Middleton Tech because you might want to read up on the others too. Um, so go to middletontech.com and check out the apps link. Also, check out Solo. Don't miss up on your opportunity at Solo. Um, yeah, of course, you can sign up anytime, and if it's not in your market, why do it? They do have a pecking order of priority, and I do know when they onboard to a city, the amounts, before they have much uh, anonymous user data, uh, they they don't have a lot to base the amounts on, so they do set them at a little bit maybe higher than the market rate will be a month after they're in the city or two months. So um, it's definitely one that, it, it's no harm, no foul to put the app on. You know, if you want to, just uh, just connect one account and see how that goes for you um, or what you see. Uh, but yeah, it, it sounds to me from other people too that you want to be on the app when it comes to your market. You will get a priority that others won't, even if they're onboarding at that time and signing up. So, um, but I again, I, I'm learning about all this, guys. I You know, give me a week or two. I will have it down pat just like I always have with everybody. I just know I just like to work with good people. So um, speaking of which, uh, we are also working with Moves Financial. I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, I've liked what Moves has done for a while. Uh, They are a, their financial solutions, let's say, for the gig economy. So they, you know, it's a, it's a way to plug all of your apps in, uh, see where you stand, see, you know, put your expenses, which I know a lot of apps do this, but do a lot of apps gives you, and it might be small, but it's still something that's in the works and building. So it's still there and it's something that they care about. You're earning shares of the company, even though small. Um, as a gig worker, most banks won't give you any line of credit. So if you're living week to week, especially with the hike in prices that we're going to see over the summer, um, you know, if anything happens to your car, which is your livelihood, and you're living week to week, month to month, how are you going to pay that that thousand uh, dollar bill to have something fixed on your car? Knock wood that something would happen, um, or any emergency type thing that you need to be able to keep working, whatever, um, or for whatever. Um, Moves Financial does provide uh, loan opportunities for gig workers, and it's not to 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 hurt us even more they actually have quite the easy payment back and uh 
I'm going to, again, just signing on moves right now. So I'm going to have to look into exactly how that works. But I know that I, from the first time I talked with uh, the CEO, um, Matt spoke, I am this last time, I, I believe, that uh, that they basically, as long as you're working the apps, you're kept at a no interest, I believe, um, on, on paying that back. So I'm going to have to look into the timeline of how long that carries for, but it's something like if you're active, then, on, you know, if you, if you have 10 apps, as long as you're active on one or something and earning, there's no interest as long as you're, you know, making some pay or something. Uh, but if you become unactive on all apps, you know, and aren't working any of them, then something kicks in, but it's still at a much lower rate than other banks would be. And, Let's not and and let's not skip over too quickly the fact that again, no other bank would loan gig worker money. So unless you have other um, means to show them that you know whatever, because you're not going to meet a bank's criteria. So this one is a bank built around gig workers, um, and they're Matt and his team are here to help gig workers, and they're trying to do it in creative ways. I'm looking forward to seeing if they come up with a way to. Um, as many people I've talked to help people with their credit rebuilding, um, similar to what, uh, Buckle does, but Buckle is only in a few States right now, and hopefully they will spread fast too. I think all of these, you know, not all of them, there's some companies out there I don't know anything about, but the ones that I'm, the primaries I'm talking about right now are big players and they're up and coming. And since these apps won't fix themselves, these are the companies fixing them. So while I'm at that, I want to give mad props out to Curry. Um, you guys, Curry, and I know a lot of you have signed up with my affiliate link. I still recommend you do that. I This is one I don't have an affiliate uh, link. I, I don't get any, uh, any kind of finder fee or referral fee or anything, um, but I am able to work with the Curry team and track a little better if you use my referral link. So definitely get signed up for Curry. Um, a lot of people are on a waiting list. I understand this. I have I was able to help a lot of people get off the waiting list. And I still do try every week or two, probably more like two these, these days, but uh, um, just because I don't want to bother them. But there was a time when every week I was giving them names and we were pushing people off the list. And I will tell you, summertime has picked up the need for Curry because people with the bigger trucks don't want to be wasting the gas. So they are now... They've always taken on cars, SUVs, but now they're becoming a little more even reliant on them and people are seeing more orders and it's summertime, construction's up. So get signed up for Curry. Um, Display Ride, people. Uh, Display Ride is in the show notes as well. Free dash cam, $20 a month. You're just paying for unlimited upload to the cloud. It's real-time data. So if anything were to happen to you during a ride, a lot of these smash and grabs on rideshare or delivery drivers where people take the car, steal stuff, whatever they're doing, um, involves them also grabbing the dash cam and ripping it off because most 90% of them operate on SD cards. So the SD card is within the, the actual dash cam itself and they're very they're not like secured most of them aren't secured very well to the point where you can't just grab it with one hand give it a good yank and it comes off so check out displayride.com put in the promo code steve and you'll save five dollars a month well is that all i got i think that's all i got that's all i got uh but thank you for joining us tonight and we will see you back here tuesday on rodeo peace 
love 